Welcome to Golden Gems with Dave Shaw and Bill Hansen. We review each week the career and personal life of one of the great unforgettable artists of the golden days of radio. So please join with us on a trip down memory lane as we take a look at today's artist. Then go to our website, www.goldengems.net, where we will also look at more of their career and play some of their most unforgettable great hits, which we are unable to share on the podcast. We invite you to join us there also. But for now, sit back and relax as we talk about the life of today's unforgettable artist of the golden days of radio. Welcome to Golden Gems. This is Dave and Bill, once again, featuring one of the great artists of the golden age of radio. On our podcast today, we're featuring Glenn Travis Campbell. He was born on April 22, 1936, in Billstown, a tiny community near Delight in Pike County, Arkansas, to John Wesley, a sharecropper, and Carrie Dell Stone Campbell. Campbell was of Scottish descent, and was the seventh son of 12 children. As a child, he almost died from drowning. His family went to the Church of Christ, and Campbell's brother, Lindell, became a Church of Christ minister. In 2011, he claimed his mother was Irish, although this was not true. The family lived on a farm where they barely managed by growing cotton, corn, watermelons, and potatoes. We had no electricity, he said, and money was scarce. A dollar in those days looked as big as a saddle blanket. To supplement income, the family picked cotton for other farmers. I picked cotton for a dollar twenty-five a hundred pounds, said Campbell. If you worked your tail off, you could pick eighty or ninety pounds a day. Boy, I bet your hands were sore. Campbell started playing guitar at age four after his father gave him a Sears-bought $5 guitar as a gift with his uncle Boo teaching him the basics of how to play. Most of his family was musical, he said. Back home, everybody plays and sings. By the time he was six, he was performing on local radio stations. Campbell continued playing guitar in his youth, with no formal training and practiced when he was not working in the cotton fields. He developed his talent by listening to radio and records and considered Django Reinhardt among his most admired guitarists, later calling him the most awesome player I ever heard. He dropped out of school at 14 to work in Houston alongside his brothers installing insulation and later working at a gas station. Not satisfied with that kind of unskilled work, Campbell started playing music at fairs and church picnics and singing gospel hymns in the church choir. He was able to find spots performing on local radio stations, and after his parents moved to Houston, he made some appearances at the local nightclub. In 1954, at age 17, Campbell moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico to join his uncle's band, known as Dick Bills and the Sandia Mountain Boys. He quit high school in the 10th grade. He also appeared there on his uncle's radio show and on K-Circle B-Time, the local children's program on KOB television. It was there that he met his first wife, whom he married when he was 17, 
and she was 16. In 1958, Campbell formed his own band, the Western Wranglers. We worked hard, he said, six, sometimes seven nights a week. I didn't have my eyes set on any specific goal or big dreams. He played with all kinds of genres and different instrumentation and different styles. If it was a just and righteous world, Glenn would be credited as one of the great seminal influences of his time. In 1960, Campbell moved to Los Angeles to become a session musician. That October, he joined the Champs. By January of 61, Campbell had found a daytime job at publishing company American Music, writing songs and recording demos. Because of those demos, Campbell soon was in demand as a session musician and became part of a group of studio musicians later known as the Wrecking Crew. Campbell played on recordings by the Beach Boys, Bobby Darin, Frank Sinatra, Ricky Nelson, Dean Martin, Nat King Cole, The Monkees, Nancy Sinatra, Merle Haggard, Jan and Dean, Bing Crosby, Phil Spector, Sammy Davis Jr., Doris Day, Bobby V., The Everly Brothers, Shelley Fabaris, The Cascades, Paul Revere and the Raiders, Wayne Newton, The First Edition, The Kingston Trio, Roger Miller, Gene Clark, Lou Rawls, Claude King, Lorne Green, Ronnie Dove, and Elvis Presley. In May of 1961, he left the Champs and was subsequently signed by Crest Records, a subsidiary of American Music. Campbell also formed the GCs with former band members from the Champs performing at the Crossbow Inn in Van Nuys. The GCs, too, released a single on Crest, the instrumental Buzzsaw, which did not chart. In 1962, Campbell signed with Capitol Records. After minor initial success with Too Late to Worry, Too Blue to Cry, his first single for the label, and Kentucky Means Paradise, released by the Green River Boys featuring Glenn Campbell, a string of unsuccessful singles and albums followed. By 1963, his playing and singing were heard on 586 recorded songs. He never learned to read music, but besides guitar, he could play the banjo, mandolin, and bass. In 1965, he had his biggest solo hit yet, reaching number 45 on the Hot 100 with a version of Billy St. Marie's Universal Soldier. Asked about the pacifist message of the song, he said that people who are advocating burning draft cards should be hung. Campbell continued as a session musician, playing guitar on the Beach Boys' 1966 album, Pet Sounds, among other recordings. In April of that year, he joined Rick Nelson on a tour through the Far East, again playing bass. When follow-up singles did not do well, and Capitol was considering dropping Campbell from the label in 1966, he was teamed with producer Al DeLore. Together, they first collaborated on Burning Bridges, which became a top 20 country hit in early 1967 and the album of the same name. Campbell and DeLore collaborated again in 1967's Gentle on My Mind, written by John Hartford, which was an overnight success. The song was followed by a bigger hit, By the Time I Get to Phoenix, later in 1967, and I Want to Live, 
and Wichita linesman, both in 1968, remaining on Billboard's Top 100 charts for 15 weeks. He won four Grammy Awards for Gentle on My Mind and By the Time I Get to Phoenix. In 1968, Campbell released Wichita Linesman, a song written by Jimmy Webb. It was recorded with backing from members of the Wrecking Crew and appeared on his 1968 album of the same name. It reached number three on the U.S. pop chart, remaining in the top 100 for 15 weeks. In addition, the song also topped the American country music chart for two weeks and the adult contemporary chart for six weeks. The 1969 song True Grit by composer Elmer Bernstein and lyricist Don Black and sung by Campbell, who co-starred in the movie, received nominations for the Academy Award for Best Song and the Golden Globe for Best Original Song. After hosting a 1968 summer replacement for television's The Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour, the variety show, Campbell was given his own weekly variety show, The Glen Campbell Good Time Hour, which ran from January 1969 through June of 1972. The show's comedy writers included Steve Martin and Rob Reiner. At the height of his popularity, a 1970 biography by Frida Kramer, The Glenn Campbell Story, was published. During the late 1960s and early 70s, Campbell released a long series of singles and appeared in the movies True Grit, 1969, with John Wayne and Kim Darby, and Norwood, 1970, with Kim Darby and Joe Namath. After the cancellation of a CBS series in 1972, Campbell remained a regular on network television. He co-starred in a made-for-television movie, Strange Homecoming, 1974, with Robert Culp, an up-and-coming teen idol, Leif Garrett. He hosted a number of TV specials, including 1976's Down Home, Down Under with Olivia Newton-John. He co-hosted the American Music Awards from 1976 to 1978 and headlined the 1979 NBC special, Glenn Campbell, Back to Basics, with guest star Seals and Cross and Brenda Lee. He was a guest on many network talk and variety shows, including Donnie and Marie, The Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson, where he performed Rhinestone Cowboy. He also appeared on Cher, The Red Fox Comedy Hour, The Merv Griffin Show, The Midnight Special, Dine It, Evening at Pops with Arthur Fiedler and The Mike Douglas Show. In the mid-1970s, he had more hits with Rhinestone Cowboy, Southern Nights, both U.S. number one hits. Sunflower, U.S. number 39, written by Neil Diamond. And Country Boy, You Got Your Feet in L.A., U.S. number 11. Rhinestone Cowboy was Campbell's largest selling single and one of his best known recordings initially with over two million copies sold. Campbell had heard songwriter Larry Weiss' version while on tour of Australia in 1974. Both songs were in the October 4, 1975 Hot 100 Top 10. Rhinestone Cowboy continues to be used in TV shows and films, including Desperate Housewives, Daddy Daycare, and High School High, 
It was the inspiration for the 1984 Dolly Parton Sylvester Stallone movie, Rhinestone. Southern Nights by Alan Toussaint. His other number one pop rock country crossover hit was generated with the help of Jimmy Webb and Jerry Reed, who inspired the famous guitar lick introduction to the song, which was the most played jukebox number of 1977. From 1971 through 1983, Campbell was a celebrity host of the Los Angeles Open, an annual professional golf tournament on the PGA Tour. Campbell made a cameo appearance in the 1980 Cliff Eastwood movie of Any Which Way You Can, for which he recorded the title song. From 1982 to 1983, he hosted a 30-minute syndicated music show the Glen Campbell Music Hour. Campbell gave up smoking in March 1992 and believed it improved his singing voice. In 1991, Campbell voiced Chanticleer the Rooster in Don Blue's live-action animated film, Rock-A-Doodle. In 1999, he was featured on VH1's Behind the Music and on A&E Network Biography and a PBS In Concert special, in 2001. He also appeared in a number of CMT programs where he ranked among the greatest men of country music. In 2005, Campbell was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. It was announced in April 2008 that Campbell was returning to his signature label, Capitol, to release a new album, Meet Glenn Campbell. The album was released on August 19th. With this album, he branched off in a different musical direction, covering tracks from artists such as Travis, U2, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Jackson Brown, and Foo Fighters. It was Campbell's first release on Capitol in over 15 years. Musicians from Cheap Trick and Jellyfish contributed to the album as well. The first single, a cover of Green Day's Good Riddance, Time of Your Life, was released to radio on July of 2008. Following his late 2010 Alzheimer diagnosis, Campbell embarked on a final goodbye tour with three of his children joining him in his backup band. He was too ill to travel to Australia and New Zealand in the summer of 2012. His final show was on November 30, 2012 in Napa, California. After the end of the tour, Campbell entered the studio in Nashville to record what would be his final album, Idios, which would not be revealed until five years later. In January 2013, Campbell recorded his final song, I'm Not Gonna Miss You, during what would be his last recording sessions. The song, which is featured in the 2014 documentary, Glenn Campbell, I'll Be Me, was released on September 30th, 2014, with a documentary following on October 24th. On January 15, 2015, Campbell and fellow songwriter Julian Raymond were nominated for Best Original Song at the 87th Academy Awards. In March 2016, it was confirmed that Campbell was in the final stages of Alzheimer's disease. On August 30, 2016, during the 10th Annual ACM Honors, 
Keith Urban, Blake Shelton, and others performed a medley of Glenn Campbell's songs in tribute to him. His wife, Kim Campbell, accepted the Career Achievement Award on his behalf. Alice Cooper described him as being one of the five best guitar players in the music industry. Campbell's final album, Adios, featuring 12 songs from his final 2012-2013 sessions, was announced in April 2017. It was released on June 9, 2017. Adios was named by the UK's official charts company as the best-selling country American album of 2017 in Britain. A little about Glenn Campbell's personal life. Campbell was married four times and fathered six sons and three daughters. In 1955, Campbell married Diane Marie Kirk, who was born January 3, 1939, and died July 16, 2015, at the Bernalillo Country Courthouse. They had two children, Glenn Travis Campbell, Jr., who was born two months prematurely on July 25, 1955, and died a few days later, and Deborah K. Debbie, born September 21, 1956. After a mandatory 12-month separation, they divorced in 1959. On September 20, 1959, Campbell married Billie Jean Nunley, who was born in 1939 and lived till 1993. She was an Albuquerque musician who gave birth to Kelly Glenn, William Travis, and Wesley Kane. Billy Campbell filed for divorce in 1975, and their divorce was final in 1976. On September 2, 1976, Campbell married singer Mac Davies' second wife, Sarah Jan Davis, in Carson City, Nevada. They had one child, named Dylan, and divorced in 1980. After his divorce from Sarah Jan Davis, Campbell began a relationship with fellow country artist Tanya Tucker. The relationship was marked by frequent tabloid gossip articles. The couple recorded a number of songs together, including the single Dream Lover, and they performed the national anthem together at the 1980 Republican National Convention. Campbell married Kimberly Kim Woolen in 1982. The couple met on a blind date in 81, when Woolen was a Radio City Music Hall Rockette. Together they had three children, Cal, Shannon, and Ashley. All three joined Campbell on stage starting in 2010 as part of his touring band. Campbell was raised in the Baptist Church of Christ. In the 1980s, he joined a Baptist church in Phoenix along with his wife, Kim. In a 2008 interview, Campbell said they had been adherents of the Messianic Judaism for two decades. Campbell began having problems with alcoholism and cocaine addiction in the 1970s. He credited his fourth wife, Kim, for helping turn his life around. Campbell eventually stopped drinking alcohol and taking drugs in 1987. However, he relapsed in 2003 when he pleaded guilty in Arizona to drunk driving and leaving the scene of an accident and then spent 10 days in jail. A little bit about Glenn's politics on the Glenn Campbell Good Time Hour TV show, Campbell avoided political topics. 
Around this time, in interviews, he described himself as a registered Democrat, but also said he voted Republican a few times, and he performed in support of both Republican and Democratic politicians. Campbell performed the national anthem at the 1980 Republican National Convention and continued to make a number of campaign appearances for Republican candidates during the 1980s and the 1990s. Death, Legacy, and Tributes In June 2011, Campbell announced he had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease six months earlier. He became a patient at an Alzheimer's long-term care and treatment facility in 2014. That same year, Campbell was the subject of the documentary, Glenn Campbell, I'll Be Me, directed by longtime friend James Keach, that examined Campbell's Alzheimer's diagnosis and how it affected his musical performances during his final tour across the United States with his family. The documentary received critical acclaim, being one of the rare films to achieve a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Campbell died in Nashville, Tennessee on August 8, 2017 at the age of 81. He was buried in the Campbell Family Cemetery in Billstown, Arkansas. In June 2020, Campbell's wife of 34 years, Kim Campbell, published Gentle on My Mind in Sickness and in Health with Glenn Campbell, a memoir of their life together. Following the announcement of Campbell's death, fellow musicians, friends, and fans expressed their condolences and noted his music legacy. Recording Academy President Neil Portnow praised him for having been an American treasure whose songs, guitar work, and dazzling showmanship shot him to superstardom in the 1960s to make him one of the most successful music artists in history. Tributes poured in from countless others in the industry, including Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys, comedy writer and actor Steve Martin, Cheryl Crow, Dolly Parton, Lenny Kravitz, and Anne Murray. Campbell's former partner, Tanya Tucker, wrote and released a song in his honor called Forever Loving You. The country music television channel CMT aired a special about his career a few days after his death. Other networks were also lining up to honor his life and brilliant legacy, to include interviews with Keith Urban, Reba McIntyre, Blake Shelton, among many others. Campbell's daughter, Ashley, was invited to perform at the O2 Arena in London as part of the C2C Country to Country Festival. Her set was billed as a special tribute to her father, and included a medley of his hits, alongside Remembering, a song she wrote about Campbell's battle with Alzheimer's. Jimmy Webb, who wrote many of Campbell's hits and worked with him throughout his life, said that Campbell could play with any guitar player in the world. From George Benson to Eric Clapton, adding that Paul McCartney considered him among the best guitar players ever. Well, we echo that tribute, and it's been our privilege and pleasure to look at the life and the career of Glenn Campbell today, one of the greatest entertainers of the golden days of radio. Now be sure, if you haven't, go to www.goldengems.net and learn more about his career 
and listen to his greatest hits. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you are having as much enjoyment as we are reliving some of the unforgettable memories from the golden days of radio. To learn more about the career of today's artist and listen to several of their greatest hits, we invite you to go to our website, www.goldengems.net. May we also encourage you to tell your friends about the show. We would love to have them join us in these little trips down memory lane. And as always, we invite your feedback or comments on goldengemsradio at gmail.com. So until next episode, this is Dave and Bill heading back into the archives to dust off some more unforgettable memories to share with you on Golden Gems. <music>